The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You are now listening to NYY Sports Talk, a New York Yankees podcast. Find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and Potable. Or you can head to nyysportstalk.com slash podcast and subscribe right from the website. For live in-game Yankee updates, news, and fan giveaways, follow on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Now, let's talk Yankees baseball with Christian and Chris. Welcome back to the NYY Sports Talk Podcast presented by the Armchair All-Americans. This is episode 29. I'm Christian. Find me on Twitter at Christian underscore NYYST alongside my co-host Chris. I have the flu. Is that a new record? What? For being annoying? Yeah. Okay. Hold on a second. Chris, do you have your phone out? No. I need you to call the police. Okay. Because. There's a stranger in my house. Who is it? Stat guy mother effing Rye is in the building today. Well, Christian, actually, Ryan is still nowhere to be seen. However, I... John Minko of WFAN Sports Radio, the fan, <laughs> will gladly fill in. Now, I've been following your Getting to Know article series on NYYSportsTalk.com, Getting to Know Jim Abbott, Getting to Know Gene Monahan, and that got me thinking a little bit, fellas. How about a Getting to Know <laughs> John Minko? Now, we all know you two would absolutely jump at the opportunity for a Getting to Know Mike Francesor, <laughs> but why not me? Did you know that I, John Minko, graduated from Juilliard School of the Arts in just 22 days? <laughs> getting to know you, getting to know all about you. <laughs> Did you know that I, John Minko, completed the 1989 New York City Marathon with a high ankle sprain? <laughs> getting to know you, getting to know all the little things about you. And did you also know that when WFAN first presented the idea of an afternoon drive sports talk radio show with two hosts, it wasn't Chris Russo who was in line to team up with Francesca. It was me. The show was originally titled Mike and the Mink Man. Getting to know you. Getting to know all the cute little things about Mink. But, thus, I was unfortunately relegated to sidekick duty. Thanks, Mike. This report brought to you by Midas. Tonight, the New York Knicks take on the Philadelphia Phillies and game seven of the Stanley Cup. Blah, 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 blah. I'm sick of it. All I want to do is sing. Back to you guys. Um, I can't even be mad at him anymore. It was either that, I was going to come out with that, or a Brett Gardner impression. But my Brett Gardner just doesn't work. And all I got so far is 
uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Brett Gardner, I play hard, uh, guys in the clubhouse, uh, they play hard, uh, how we you gotta get the ball, and, uh, gotta play hard, but outfield or New York, uh, it's kinda oh, hard. That's, that's great. That's pretty good. How are we supposed to do a show after that? That is yeah. so good. Alright, uh, so, uh, that has been episode 29 of the <laughs> So, uh, gang's back together. How you doing, Rye? I'm alright, man. I'm, a, I'm an Eagles fan. Did he's a, you know that? He's a scumbag Eagles fan. Scummy. And they won the Super Bowl. They won the Scummy. Super Bowl. Scummy. How do you like to eat your horse poop? You, know, you put a little salt on it, maybe some ketchup, some cheese. What? So you're a little... Between two loaves. A little salt, pepper, ketchup? A little salt, pepper, ketchup? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I wonder, like when you go to other parts of the country, because we live in North Jersey, we know when somebody says salt, pepper, ketchup, like you know what it means. Like it's, uh, And it's not even three different words. It's just one word Or altogether. SPK. Yeah, just SPK. You, you think say. if you left this area, like somebody would say to you, Salvador Ketchup? Yeah. Or even know what that meant? No, I do. Like I, when I but, say that. But when you say Taylor Ham, people don't even know what you're talking if about. If I said to you, salt, pepper, ketchup, what are you eating though? Taylor Ham and cheese. What are you eating? Yeah, I, I would say. You don't eat egg? You, you just Taylor Ham and cheese? I could do egg. I, I do, I do egg over easy. I'm, I'm like a bacon, egg, and cheese guy. I like it wet. Oh, yeah. I need it wet. Shut your mouth, you dirty mm, bum. Wet. I like just a basic Taylor ham and cheese on a bagel. So uh, I got I got a couple of Taylor ham guys here. If you say Taylor, say you go to Wildwood, right? Yeah. Like you always do. And you ask for a Taylor ham and cheese, they have no idea what you're talking about. That's why I like bacon because bacon is bacon everywhere. It is. Well, <laughs> Especially the one Ron Swanson. Trenton Thunder, this upcoming season on Friday nights, they're not going to be called the Trenton Thunder. Yeah, what did they change their names to? The Trenton Pork Rolls. What? Oh, yeah, I and did see that. every Friday for this season, I think, they'll be wearing uh, pork roll uniforms. Yeah, they're so god-awful. Why would anybody eat pork roll? So it's like the fat belly of a pig. Do you know that, do you know that Taylor Ham is pork roll? Taylor ham is just the brand. I know you idiot. I'm saying, but why would anybody eat anything cold pork roll? Like it just gives you so, kind of. I'm sorry, you don't have you don't ever eat Taylor ham egg and cheese. I no, I eat bacon egg and cheese. I just told you that it's not that I'm against Taylor ham. I eat bacon, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what are we even talking about? I don't know. What's this podcast supposed to be about? Taylor ham and cheese. All right. Um. This I'm is so thrown off after that open. It was so good. <laughs> I don't even know where to go. I don't even know if we could top that at this point. Well, the Yankees are in Florida. That's where they went. They report tomorrow. The whole team. The whole team. Stan just got there. All these guys are down there. Judges down there. I mean, there. these I guys have been working out for a while. They just don't officially report until tomorrow. Hashtag El Gary's down there. My boy. So when you're saying tomorrow, you're saying tomorrow is in Sunday because we're recording on Saturday? Yeah, saying... sorry. Tomorrow's Sunday. Okay. Can we run off of El Gary for a second? What do you mean? Because I think we first need to talk about this lineup that was mentioned by Boone this week. Yes, Aaron Boone, the manager of New York Yankees. Uh, the manager of the New York Yankees. Ah, oh, my goodness. Like, I got a little excited, I got to admit, when I saw Boone wearing his pinstripes Watching guys take PFP, I was a little excited. It was, hey, it's an exciting thing. It, it's been a while since we've had a new manager. It's not even that. It's that the manager of the New York Yankees is watching the ball club 
take PFP. For you people that don't pitcher, know. your first pitcher, baby. What? Yeah. It's pitcher's fielding practice. No, it's not. Ryan, what is PFP? Here we go, I'm back. <laughs> PFP, pitcher first pitcher. <laughs> it's... Chris, how did you feel about Aaron Boone, how he wore his hat uh, for the press conference? I feel like that might have bothered you. Was it crooked a little? It was a little tilted. It was a little crooked. Was it? I didn't see the the press conference. I've read some quotes about it. but I don't think he's a big hat guy. It was like in between Pineda and Cease. PFP is pitcher's fielding practice. Christian's right. (laughs) What the hell is pitcher first pitcher anyway? Listen. I know went to uh, Centenary College. (laughs) I know a PFP is idiot. I'm just saying, pitcher first pitcher, that's the first thing you do. Pitchers throw the ball. The first thing you work on is the first baseman coming off, you going to first base. That's you know is your first workout. All right, but that's not what PFP I know stands that. for, you dumbass. Why do you got to make me talk to you like this? Because I like it. <laughs> I like getting under your skin. Um, What was I going to say? We were okay. talking about the lineup. The lineup, yes. Aaron, there's too many Aarons on this team. <laughs> Aaron Boone. 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 Aaron Boone, the manager, uh, said that Giancarlo Stanton. Can I just say I hate when people call in like radio stations like Giancarlo. Like his name is Jean. Jean. Not Gian. Like you're some French poodle or something. (laughs) Giancarlo. (laughs) Stanton or Aaron Judge will be his two hitter this year. He hasn't. Figured out how that's going to work out, but he said Stanton or Judge will be his two. Okay, and now I thought of this. I thought logically. Don't so burn my, yourself out here. So my head thinking. hurts a little. I thought about this. Right? Can we all agree that Judge and Stanton will be back to back in this lineup somewhere? So obviously that means somebody's going to have to hit third okay. because you're not going to lead don't off get that far. Just don't get that far. Yeah. Okay. The second thing I'm going to say, can you justify Gary Sanchez batting any lower than fifth? No, not lower than fifth. Right. No. So, assuming that A, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton are going to hit back-to-back in this lineup, and B, assuming that the Yankees aren't going to bat three righties in a row, Stanton, Judge, Sanchez, in any order, the only possible way you can't bat Sanchez Less than fifth is by making Judge or Stanton two or three. He said he's making them two. That's what I'm saying. That's the justification. Though. Yeah. So Bird's going to be your cleanup. Because hitter? think about it. No. If Judge Didi Didi or Bird or has to be four. Bird's like Bird profiles as a three hitter though. But listen, you can't break up Judge and Stanton. I'm sorry, you can't. You just can't do you it. You can't, but you can. In no, this lineup, you, you can. can. You absolutely you can't. can. It makes no sense. Would Manny and Ortiz ever be broken up? But they were they not the best three four punch ever? They were, but okay. they also didn't have three other guys in this in their lineup that could matter. hit forty home runs. It doesn't runs. matter. It doesn't matter. The, it, the I understand the what you're saying. The deadliness of them is to have them back to back in this order. I understand what you're saying, but this lineup is going to be devastating this year. Right. If they stay healthy, do you have four guys that are going to hit? 35 home runs. 30, okay. 35 But home my runs. point is, if Judge or Stanton is 3-4, you can't have Sanchez fifth or second because that's three righties in a row. So then you have to drop Sanchez to sixth, and you just can't do that. So what so are you Judge, saying? What are you so saying So I think here? it's going to be Gardner, 
Judge, Stanton, and then Bird or Didi. I'd rather Bird. Bird. Because I like Didi in the lower part of the order. Bird. And then Sanchez. I don't like Gard- uh, Gardner. I don't like Didi or Bird as my cleanup hitter. Why? Because that's your premier home run hitter. That's- Bird. Is imagine it- Bird in a full year staying healthy. Bird. Could you imagine it? Ryan's got a bird on his hat. And, and him being protected by Sanchez? And Sanchez being protected by Didi? Let me ask you this. Screw part. it. Let's just take outs in the eight and nine hole. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. Screw it. Let's give up. Let's give up two thirds. Because then guess who's getting protected? Uh, guess who's protecting Didi? Hicks. Hicks. Another Hicks. scary what, hitter in this lineup. What justifies batting? I know he did it in the postseason, but. I just don't see the point in having Aaron Judge batting second. He His OPS is, was twelve hundred batting Excuse second, me. and Excuse he hit thirteen me. home runs Excuse me. in twenty eight games. Do you think that Aaron was the Judge, justification for it? Do you think Aaron Judge is going to strike out that much having Stanton bat behind him? Do you? Uh, uh, maybe uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe right? Maybe no, not. he's not. And I'll say this too, and I've, I've said it a million times. I wrote about it. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. <sighs> Judge's batting average in balls put in play last year was like 384. Stanton's was like. And that came down because he was hitting like, right, it was like 700. Four, no, it was like 418 for a while. It was crazy. Okay? Stanton's wasn't even close to that, which means that when Judge sees better pitches that he's not striking out 200 plus times a year, Judge is going to be even deadlier this year. All right, let's put this. So you have to have Stanton protecting Judge. Since End of story. That justified it. So you're, since you're the guy that likes hypothetical questions, hypothetically, Aaron Judge hits 290 this year, but only hits 35 home runs. On base percentage goes up another 50 points and he doesn't, and he strikes out 160 instead of 200 times and he drives in 120 runs. Did he have a better year than he had last year? Yes. Despite hitting approximately 20 less home runs. Yes. See, that's the thing that's going to get him, though. If he only hits 35 home runs this year, people are going to say, oh, he only hit 35 home runs this year. How many home runs did Altuve hit last year? Uh, did he not win MVP 20, because he was the most productive? 20-something. What did he hit? 20. But guess what? His on-base percentage going up means Stanton is producing more because Stanton's going to be hitting behind him. Do you think it's realistic to expect the two of them to hit 100 home runs this year? It's realistic. I don't think it's going to happen. But, it, yeah, that's what makes this lineup so crazy because, yeah, it is realistic. I put out a poll in between the last time we recorded, and it was over under 80 combined home runs and 230 combined runs uh, batted in for the two of them. You take the over or the under? I take the over. I'll take the over on that. That's asking for 40 and 115 out of each of them. I think, I think it happens. I really do. And someone came up to me like jokingly and said, Hey, what do you think about the Yankees? 300 home runs this year and like laughed and walked away. And I, and I stopped him. I said, well, I have him at 250. I said, we didn't, we get to 250 250? without, yeah. But guess what? 300 isn't out of the realm of possibility. So our boy Ev. Oh my God. Ev. You know what it is? Because we record on Saturday and I'm out doing things and he's on. So I catch his show. Uh, he said that 
today, and I want to get your take on it, that Gary Sanchez will hit more home runs than either Stanton or Judge, he, meaning that one will hit the most and then Sanchez and then the other one. Really? Yeah. Now, now there's no way. Unless Stanton ends up protecting Sanchez somehow or vice versa with Judge, uh, no, I don't see that happening. That means he's got to hit 40 home runs this year. And it, again, not out of the realm of possibility. Right. What did he hit? 33 last year? 33. Right? 32 or 33. And he missed what? Six weeks? Yeah, it was, yeah, he missed like six weeks. Doesn't he have like 50 plus home runs in his first 177? Yeah, something games? crazy. Something crazy like that. And then you got, you got Mr. Gregorius. How many home runs did Didi hit last year? Didi hit 30? Did Didi hit 30? Did he? I don't know if he hit. No. He might have hit 20, 25 or something. Sanchez hit 33 home runs last year. Yeah, season. and how many did Didi hit? Didi was 25 plus, I think. Definitely. Was and how much, how much time did he miss? A month? Approximately the same amount of time, maybe a week or so less. 25 for Didi. Yeah. 25. I mean, it's, it's sickening. So you can say if they played a full season last year, Didi's at 30 and Sanchez could be at 40. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So if you want to say that the Yankees could have three guys in this lineup that hit 40, do you, you might have more. Why you think Bird's going to hit 40 this he year? He could. I we don't know. We don't know what him and Hicks are capable of. Hicks is not season. a 40 home run hitter. Okay. He's, he's a 30. If he stays healthy 25, at Yankee Stadium. 25. No, he's a 30 home you're, run hitter. You're, if he stays healthy at Yankee he's Stadium. He's a 25 home run hitter. That's where his cap is. Okay. No. Yes. You're so wrong. And you can't sit here and confidently say Why that. would you think he can hit 30 home runs? Because he can. He's got warning track power. Oh, you're such a bitch. <laughs> Don't ever speak to me like and that again. And I have again. a little gripe with you. Yeah. You made a statement a couple uh a couple episodes ago that mm-hmm. you didn't think Hicks was that good of a fielder. Why? He takes a lot of awkward routes in the outfield. And you don't even debate me on this because you've agreed with me. But the guy's thrown all over the place, though. He wasn't always a center fielder. Sometimes he plays left. Sometimes he plays Does he not make you hold your breath when he goes out there? Sometimes, yes. But those are things that guys work on. So right now, based on what we've seen, he is not a great center fielder. No, that's false. Okay. Because guess what? 99% of the time, whether he takes an awkward route or not, he's making the catch. He's making the play. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter. No, it doesn't. It matters how you get there. How you? It doesn't matter how you get there. It matters the result. So you want him and to he take, makes all the right, play. So runner on third, one out. Runner on third, one out. Right. This is the tying run in the ninth inning. He takes an awkward route. Now he's got to dive for the ball. Oh, now the run can score easily. Whereas if he takes a good route to the ball and with his arm, the run doesn't score. Okay, but that hasn't happened. Yet. Yet. Okay, so when that does, I'll look at you and say, you're right, he sucks. Okay? Nobody said he sucks. I just take, he said he takes bad routes in the outfield. I I think he makes up for it, though, with that arm. I mean, he, he doesn't he throw – he has the hardest throwing ball from the Dude's got a, Yeah, he's got a cannon. Yeah, he's got a there. cannon. So, you know what? He works on the way he gets to the ball, his the route he takes to get to the ball, and he becomes a great fielder. Who's a better fielder? natural center fielder, Jacoby Ellsbury or Aaron Hicks. Arm? Say it. Are we talking about no. his arm? Fielding only, no not throwing. Okay. 
Ellsbury. So would you feel more comfortable in the ninth inning of Game 7 of the World Series with Jacoby Ellsbury tracking down a fly ball, provided that there's not a wall near him, or Aaron Hicks? Come on. Ellsbury. Okay. But remember those few times that Hicks went up and robbed a couple home runs? I didn't runs say he was a bad center fielder. My quote was he takes awkward routes in center field. That's my quote. But that can be worked on. All right. And hopefully that's what they're working on right now. Okay? Hopefully. Hopefully. What else do you want to talk about, you dirtbag? <laughs> uh, we wanted to discuss a little bit of Clint Frazier. My boy Clint. Clint, what, what do you call himself? Oh, Red Thunder. Red That's Thunder. Right. A, he got a haircut, apparently. Mm-hmm. And somebody tweeted this. Why are we still, and honestly, why, and I agree with it. Why are we still talking about Clint Frazier's hair? We shouldn't be. I don't care about it. Jack Curry tweeted that he's been, this whole offseason, he gets one haircut a week. <laughs> just to make sure it's not in the uh, spotlight. All right. Obviously, we kind of, I don't know. You put him on a pedestal because of who he was traded for. Yes. If he just, if he was in our system, would you hold him as high in regard? Probably not. But this is something we talked to Ben Heller about. Is there added pressure? Do you feel added pressure or added expectation because of who you were traded for? So maybe the player doesn't feel it as much as the fan does. But yeah, as someone looking in, yeah, I do expect more to Clint Frazier because we gave up Andrew Miller for him, and there was. A lot of hype around this guy. So, yeah, you better produce. And if not, and if we're going to trade for you, we better get a a top-tier guy for you. I don't think he's ready for the major leagues. I don't. His bat speed is too quick. His swing is too good for him to strike out as much as he did last year. He needs work. And guess what? Right now, he can take the time to get the work in and become a better hitter. Frazier, he does think he's ready, though. He's quoted as saying, I want to be here, and I want to let it be known that I want to be here, which is why I was tweeting some of the things that I was, trying to let people know that I want to be a part of this group. I don't want to get beat by this group. I don't want to play against this team. I want to play with this team. I think think this offseason was humbling for him because I think every single day he woke up, he thought it was going to be the day he wasn't a Yankee anymore. But before you get any further down that road... I want to hear him say that. Don't you want to hear him say that? Well, listen, I mean, everyone was on Ellsbury's case for saying, I still think I can win the center field job. Yeah, all of us can sit here and laugh, but would you rather him say, no, I suck and I'm not going to be there? No, you want everyone hungry to to earn a spot in the field. Of course, Clint Frazier is going to say that. He should say that because guess what? He's good enough to win that spot. I just don't think he's ready yet. When he's ready, he's going to be a superstar. Is there any way he cracks the 25-man roster, barring no injury? Yes. How? <laughs> how does he go? How does he go north with the team <laughs> without injury? Ellsbury gets hurt. Oh, without injury, how does bad. he make? How does he make the, the opening day roster if there's nobody injured? He doesn't. Right now, he's 40 home runs in uh, Florida. Huh? <laughs> he starts taking ground balls at second base. <laughs> He also said, I stepped on people's toes, and I'm not going to do that this year. I needed to go through that. I needed to get my feet wet, in a sense, and see things that I do that can cause distractions, not only to myself, 
but to the team and just overall grow as a person. So, so in humbling Eng- and maturing. So yeah. in English, he says, I was a dick last year yeah. and I'm not going to be a dick this year. He, he's humbled and he's matured and he's going to be focused on becoming a better But you know what? Like, I, maybe we need like a little kind of dickishness on this team. Like, cause you know, you're not going to get it from Aaron Judge. Like, yeah, but <laughs> you look, you look and you see like at the awards, with Judge and Stanton in their tux, and they took that picture together. They both have that smirk on their face. They both have that swag look on their face. And hey, we're Judge and Stanton, and we're going to be the deadliest. Yeah, but you, Aaron Judge will never come out and say no, that. Of course not. But I think there's enough of that on this team now, where where they're going to walk around like the New York Yankees again. They know who they are, and they know they're the team to beat. You know, Evan, Evan, hey, Ev was referencing this earlier uh on his show today and it's a, it's amazing when you think about it right Aaron Judge almost didn't make this team last year we talked about this we talked about how going into last season Cashman had to come out and make a statement saying Aaron Judge is going to be my right fielder could you imagine him having to make that statement ever again i mean this guy went from Will he even start next year to... Now he's ranked now, 15th out of the top 100 in MLB in MLB rank, And number rankings. one right fielder. I mean, what this guy did in one year is just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, and that's... I almost wish he didn't have that season last year because he has to maintain that level now. He set a bar so high that he may never reach that bar And he's again. six foot... 13 so i mean he can reach the bar but he <laughs> might even put it too far for he might him have. to reach but he i think might. stanton will balance out that bar and will make it easier for him and it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to watch these two i want to see them feed off each other in the line i do want honestly i i know i was making the argument earlier that uh you can't split them up because you have guys to protect each one of them you can use bird to protect somebody you can use gary to protect somebody but you want to see these two guys yeah, back to back in the lineup. To. I'd be upset if they weren't. It it would upset me. They need to be back to back in this lineup. So back to what I was saying about Frazier. There's no realistic way he makes this team. Well, you have to think of it like this. They have to decide who's going to play second and third. Right? What does that have to do with Clint Frazier? It does have something to do with him because guess what? There's still a need for bench players. All right. So if Toe is going to be your starting second baseman, who are you going to have on your bench? Now that you brought up third Tyler base. Tyler Wade? No, I'd rather Clint Frazier. All right. Since you brought up third base, the Yankees and uh, Mike Moustakis are kind of seeing what each other's it's all up BS. to. I don't see it happening. But here, here's why I don't see it happening because Moustakis said he's not taking less than a qualifying offer he would have gotten from Kansas City, which is, million. which is 17 plus. And that's going to put the Yankees over. Okay, the, over get the off your high horse, high horse, pal, because the players are about to report, and you don't have a team to play for. So guess what? You can sit home and and talk about what kind of contract you deserve, but you're not going to be playing. So you want you think uh, Mustak is going to take an eight million dollar deal? I what like Ian Desmond? I think he might get a twenty million dollar deal over two years. I think a team might stretch that. But he's certainly not getting seventeen million in one year. Are the Yankees going to give him two years? No. Because then what are you going to no. do? 
That's why I'm telling you, Mustakis is not going to be a Yankee. Oh, but could you imagine him in this lineup the for one year? The only way Mustakis is a Yankee is if he takes an eight million dollar one year deal, and that certainly is not going. Could to you? But come on, let's having him bat like eighth in this lineup. And he's a great fielder. But I want to say something. All right, go back to what you were saying. Oh, right, you want to say something different? Or you want to go back to what you were saying about second and third and how that pertains to Frazier? Well, it does pertain to Frazier because okay. Say they come out and they say Andujar is going to be our starting third baseman, right? I think that's almost a given at this point now. And you know what? That This kind of ties into the two things I wanted to talk about. Who's to say that Miguel Andujar can't come out and have a have an all-star caliber season? And what if he does? Do you really need to go and get Machado? What if Andujar proves to be some superstar? We just don't know. So everyone's like, oh, Andujar's going to fill fill in for third base this year, and then we'll go out and get Machado. What if Andujar's a superstar? What if Andujar is our Machado? We don't know. That's why he needs to be there. All right, but he what, needs to be our third baseman. But what qualifies as him being a superstar? Because it took Aaron Judge hitting 50 home runs last year to if become Andujar a superstar. If comes out and hits 300-plus batting average, 25-plus home runs, and 80-plus RBIs, you don't need to go out and get Machado. I agree, but do you think that's enough for the Yankees to say we don't need Manny Machado? Yes. Because go back and, Rye, you could do this uh, for us. Go back and look at Machado's last couple of years. They're not that great. I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a phenomenal baseball player. But if Andujar comes out and has that kind of season, you don't need to go out and get Manny Machado. So give the kid a chance and have him start. We got this pulled up here. Okay. In 2017, what do you think Machado batted last year? 270. 259. 95 RBIs, which is very good. Um, Not 20, for... 2016. How many home runs did he hit last year? All right, so last year was was really a kind of a down. Now, remember, thing. Machado didn't hit a lick until like mid-June last year. He was in a terrible slump for like the first eight, right. nine weeks of the season. So everything that you're hearing is pretty much from late June on. 33 home runs last year? Yeah. Okay. So, and that's with him having a bad year. You hit 33 and 95. A bad year. But what I'm saying is. A bad year. If you can save that money for a starting pitcher and Andrew comes out and he has the season like I just described, do you really need to go out and get Machado? If Clayton Kershaw opts out of his contract. Right. Then I back the, the truck up. <laughs> you're right. So my point is, say they, I think it's clear that. Do you even want Clayton Kershaw? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, shut up. In the World Series? Shut up. <laughs> I don't care. If you have Andujar starting at third and they go with Torres to start at second, who's your bench? Ronald Torres. Who's your bench? Jacoby Ellsbury? Yes. Who obviously. Else? Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade. Okay. Austin Romine. Okay. And it depends on how many guys are going to take in the bullpen. Most benches are three, four guys. So you have your three guys there and you want to say that they're going to take a fourth guy. So you can tell me Tyler Austin is a backup player. You can tell me that, um, who, who Wade. I said Wade, you got Wade, Romine and Ellsbury are going to be your givens, right? We'll just say that those are your givens as your backup guys. Wade, Ellsbury and Romine. I'm just saying until Torres is ready to come up. I could see Clint Frazier on this bench. All right, but I just told you Tyler Austin. I just told you Danny Espinosa. 
Well, don't he, laugh at that because he's there for a reason. You're right. Okay. And, and the only thing is, and the thing going against Clint Frazier is that they're not going to want to take at bats away. And that's another thing I was just going to bring up. Do you think the Yankees want him to be a fifth outfielder? Do you think they want him down in Scranton getting regular ABs? Yeah. So you're right. There's probably no way this guy. So here's what's going to have to happen, right? Aaron Judge and John Carl Stanton get abducted by aliens. Okay. Aaron Hicks, um, gets Ken Griffey Jr. disease from that episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> And then now you're down to Ellsbury Gardner and uh Como Sediche. Well, who were we just talking about? This friggin' guy. Frazier. Clint Frazier. That's how it happens. Alien abduction, Ken Griffey Jr. disease. Okay? That's how it happens. Okay. I agree. Say Hicks comes out and he has a really slow first couple months and Frazier's raking in the minor leagues. They what happens? Ellsbury. Oh, they don't bring... Clint Frazier up. What, what are they doing with Jacoby Ellsbury? The Yankees are going to try. So what I'm saying is, what do they do with Hicks if he's missing? Put him on the bench. It's a great problem to have, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. If if Hicks is shit in the bed, right, through like mid-May, he's hitting like 197, they're going to give Ellsbury a chance because of what they're paying him. They don't want him on the bench. They don't all want that. him here at all. Huh? They don't want him but here at all. He's here. Would you rather have that money just rotting away like a dead dead deer on the side of the road? Or would you rather say, hey, maybe I can get this guy hot for six weeks? And he's proven that he can do that. Ellsbury's had some nice stretches. When he came back, when he was finally— But what I'm trying to say to you is, so then outside of injury, there's no way Clint Frazier makes his— Makes it to the big leagues next year? Is he going to play over Aaron Judge? No. Is he going to play over John Carl Stan? No. Is he going to play over Brett Gardner? No. Is he going to play over Aaron Hicks? Possibly. Maybe. But now those are your three starting, those could be your three starting outfielders right there. Hicks, uh, not Hicks, uh, Guardy, Judge, and Stan. And he puts Stanton out there. But then who DHs if Hicks is having an abysmal year? I mean, it's just a good problem to have. I think it's safe to say Barring injury, Clint Frazier might not see much time in the big leagues. I think if you want the Yankees to win the World Series this year, Clint Frazier does not get a call up until September. Wow. Because think about it like this. If that, if they have no need for Clint Frazier next year, everybody's healthy, everybody's producing. And this is why everyone freaking out that he was going to get traded for Garrett Cole, this is why you have no reason to freak out. Because he's, I don't want to say he's useless to this team right no, now. No, he's but, blocked. He's but blocked. But he's blocked. So why not go out and get another starter for him at this point? I mean, yeah, Gardner's not going to be here forever. But right now, this team's ready to win a World Series. There was a little bit of a rumbling today that a Judge might play a little center field this year. But no. Boone, Boone shot that no, down. That will never, ever happen. Because Judge was a center fielder in high school. Okay, that's high school. You know what I was in high school? A stupid idiot? A 200-pound first baseman. And now you're just a 200-pound stupid idiot. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think we all like Frazier. I think we all see what he could be, but I don't, I just don't, I don't see it happening for him this year, fellas. I don't. I, and you're right. I'm sitting I'm here not telling gonna, you you're right. I'm not going to be heartbroken if the Yankees find a deal for a stud pitcher in July and they insist on Clint Frazier, and that's the trade. 
is that Clint Frazier goes for starter X or whatever. You know? But it's got to be a big name guy. I'm not saying trading him for uh, Johnny Bag of Bones over here. I'm, you know, a know. T- top That's level guy. Saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. So um, we're going to take a little break now. I'm going to throw it to a sponsor of ours. And then we'll be back with a little uh, reliever talk here mm, on NYY Sports Talk. What's up, everyone? I'm Brandon from BrandonRendiniFitness.com, and I am an online fitness coach. My goal is to help you reach your fitness goals, so by purchasing one of my plans, you will receive a personalized meal plan and a workout plan to help you reach your goals. You will have 24-7 access to me for questions, and we would have scheduled weekly check-ins to make sure you're staying on track. What sets me apart is I want to help you find balance. I don't expect you to eat grilled chicken breast all day long. I understand that life happens and you're going to want to eat that piece of cake or that slice of pizza, which is why my plans are perfect for that. To make things more interesting, I am offering a special promo code for NYY Sports Talk listeners. If you purchase any of my plans, you can use the code NYYST and get 10% off. Again, that's promo code NYYST in all capital letters. So head to BrandonRendiniFitness.com today and find the plan that works best for you. Welcome back to NYY Sports Talk with your host Christian and Chris with my pal Stagara. Why in such a good mood today? I'm really not. Pisses me off. What did you ask me yesterday? I must be in a really good mood because I was extra mean. <laughs> yeah. You were. I don't. I don't want to use the actual words I used. But well, I'll say it. Come on. You were an extra dick yesterday. <laughs> Like you're extra, extra dickish. Extra crispy. <laughs> and I know that when you're like that, that means you're in a good mood. Right? No, not necessarily. Why would you assume that? Because you were fun dickish. Oh, yeah? You weren't like an actual douche like you normally are. Oh, thank you. I have levels you to were my... Like, yeah, you were, you, were, you were getting entertainment out of being a dick to me. I... <laughs> so like, I... I had like I had like 25 missed text messages that I opened up and it was just you spelling F U C K Y O U out in individual letters to me. Sometimes so. I'm just that guy. You're that guy. Were well, you that guy? You aren't that guy. I kind of was. Yeah, what'd you do? No, I I was okay. I was good. You were good. My wife told me I could be that guy though. But you so you did it. She said, don't get me anything. You can be that guy this Valentine's Day. But did you? I got her a little something. You have to give her a little something. A little something, something. Yeah. She's used a little something from you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on here. Uh, we wanted to get to this last week, but the show was so damn long last I'm going to start this segment by so asking you a question. I'm going to throw it to you so you can ask this question because you're still scratching your balls, by the no, way. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> Not just in the American League, in all of Major League Baseball, who was ranked fourth best relief pitcher. Think of all the relief pitchers. Who was ranked fourth best relief pitcher right now? Um, That would be Chad Green. So why in God's name is this team trying to make him a starting pitcher? They're actually not. They're it's not here. This is what I'm gonna because we got a little news from Booney yesterday. I'm gonna call him Booney. You okay with that? I'm good with that. All right. Um, so this is what I like now because we actually have like concrete things to talk about. The managers saying things of what his plans are. We got guys working out, it's doing coming. things. Boone said it's gonna take 
and I'm paraphrasing here, a catastrophe of world-ending proportions for Chad Green to be a starter in this rotation. I love that he came out and said that. I love that. But does it hurt to stretch him out a little bit? No, because guess what? Listen, me personally, I know Robertson went at the end of the year and threw two, three innings here and there. I'd rather Chad Green be that guy. Because guess what? Robertson kind of faded out a little bit at the end. You could see his arm was, he was getting tired. tired. Neil. He was tired. Neil. Chad he, Green was a starting pitcher. So if you the can ALCS. stretch him out. I just wanted to say that clearly whatever. because I couldn't get it out there. If if you can stretch Chad Green out in spring training to give you a solid three, four innings. I'm doing my Chris face, by the <laughs> way. And then you're comfortable bringing him in and possibly him going two, three innings every other night. Not every other night throughout the season, but I'm saying if he throws three innings on a Tuesday and then he can come back for you on Thursday because his arm's ready for that, I'm, I'd rather that than see Robertson go out and throw three innings. I think what the Yankees need to do more so than lengthening him out in case he might need to throw five, five innings in a start is to get him to that point where his arm can rebound. After throwing two innings on a Tuesday, that he can pitch again on Thursday. That's what I was saying. Because Girardi wouldn't use him for like three or four days. So that's what I was saying. If you can get to a point where you're comfortable bringing him in for three innings and then you're not waiting a week before you bring him in again, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. See, that's what I would rather their plan be. Say, Chad, we want you to be able to come back the not the next day, but the day after, after throwing – 50 pitches, two, two and a third innings and or look, whatever. And and hopefully at that point, if our starting pitching can find a way to show us some more depth this year and, honestly, into ball games, maybe you can have Chad Green back-to-back I, days of one innings. I don't want to see – but honestly, I really hope Chad Green isn't needed every other day for two right. innings. Well, that you know, that's what I'm saying. You want your starting pitching to give you more depth this year. You need that. You need Severino. And by the way – I heard this stat. Severino gets better as the games go on, by the way. He's still throwing 100 in the seventh inning. His numbers are phenomenal. It's not until the fourth time around the rotate, uh, the lineup, which very rarely happens. I was going to say, how many guys right, face the lineup four that times? That he starts to get hit. So Severino needs to hone in and start throwing more strikes and be more consistent and give us more innings this year. Did you hear what Jordan Montgomery had to say? No. Did you you witness how great he was last year? He, he was, was great. really good. He, he was, was great. really good. Borderline great last year. Sub four ERA as a rookie. Right. He said he he pitched that entire season without his changeup. Really. And he feels his changeup is his best pitch. Really. Yeah. So imagine he he adds that to his repertoire this year. His repertoire. His repertoire. So. I like what I'm hearing from these guys. It, I'm very excited. And you know what? I think Aaron Boone sa- has said all the right things so far. Um, I think he's excited for these guys to battle it out for the second and third base positions. I think he knows he has a plethora of talent. Where'd you learn that word? I looked it up before I got here. <laughs> uh, and I, th- I think you could hear the excitement in his voice. Something you didn't really hear from Joe too much. You know, you can hear how excited Boone is to manage these guys. And he said something very important. He said, we're, it's not that they're not here to win. And this is a business and you go out and you go out to win, but he doesn't want to see this team lose sight and having fun. 
because the biggest element to this team over the last year was how much fun they had playing together. And that can never fade away. They're hungry. They're very hungry. This team is basically back. I mean, Stanton's here now, and you got a different manager. But this is the same team they had last year. Right. And they tasted it. Hey. It was right there for them. And you know what's funny? Sonny Gray gets drowned out in all these talks. But when I say what you said, that you think Sonny Gray is going to have a breakout year, everyone agrees with it. What is that? What do you think that is? Why do you think we're all so confident in Sonny Gray? I just see he's a bulldog. He's got that bulldog mentality about him. That's I just see that in his when he's out there competing. Do you think he's he's in Cy Young talks at the end of this year? I told you I said I don't think he will win it, but I think that he will be considered for the award. Who has a better year for the Yankees this year, Tanaka or Sonny Gray? Masahiro Tanaka. I don't know. I'm telling I, you right I, now. No, because I don't think Tanaka will be considered I'm as a young you right candidate now. because he's gonna he's gonna bounce around. That's just the way he's gonna be. He's gonna he's gonna have these days where he's gonna be the postseason Masahiro Tanaka, and then he's gonna have these days where he's the Derek Jeter day Masahiro Tanaka. You want to know my my expectations of Tanaka this year? What twenty plus wins? You're two, out of your goddamn mind. Two point eight six ERA. You are out. All right. If he wins over 20 games and 20 pit, or more. If he wins 20 no, you no, you said 20 plus wins. 20 so, or plus. You said 20 plus wins. So 20 is a push. Follow me here. No, I want 19 to be a push no, yeah, then. 19 would be. No, he said 20 plus. That's I think what he's you gonna said. Be a 20 game winner. That's what I'm saying. 20 or more. You said 20 plus. That's 19 what plus games. <laughs> Okay. If he's a 20 game winner, I'll simplify this for you because you're dumb. If he's a 20 game winner, if he's a and 20 a sub game win, ERA. and he, no, you said 2.86. That would be sub three. So, yeah, but listen to me. If he wins 20 games and he pitches to a, a 2.85 ERA or less, I will give you, what should I give him, Ryan? A pat on the back? Extra vacation time. I will give you one extra vacation day. Okay. On our Manny Machado, on our Bryce Harper bet. Okay. okay? Deal. All right. Brian, do you know about the Bryce Harper deal? No. If Bryce Harper, I said if he has a breakout year, he could possibly get 50 million a year next season. If he gets 50 million or more, he has to take me on one of his stupid Wildwood vacations. <laughs> They're so dumb that he wants to go on them. Cause I want to just annoy you the whole time. <laughs> Nothing would make me happier. So I want an extra day if that happens. Okay. I want to come on the longer trip with you if that happens with tonight. But I'm only paying for one day. Fine. No. No. You're paying for the vacation, no, bro. You, no. No. Because first of all, the original deal all was right, only one two day, days. Fine. One, two days in my own room and then the rest of the time I'll shack up with yeah, you. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. <laughs> why don't you go in the other room and ask the other person that's coming along on a trip if she's all right with that. <laughs> Uh, anything else you'd like to say on Chad Green? I don't know. Didn't we cover it? I think so. Last thing we wanted to talk about was we didn't get to it last week was Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're out there kibitzing about who's going to play second base and the, you know, the Yankees went out and made a trade for a second base. So. <laughs> Yankees best uh, football team in New York now, huh? That's true. 
between Judge and Russell Wilson. Judge and considering Stan that, and considering that Eli's at the end of his career and the Jets don't have a quarterback, you know, Russell Wilson, you know, it's fair to say he's the best quarterback in New York right now. <laughs> Would that be that's fair to say? Right? I think it's fair. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I see. I saw a lot of people get bent out of shape over this. Like, why would they do this? This makes no sense. And blah blah blah. And really, father, we know why he's there. His father was a big Yankee fan. He always wanted Russell to play for the Yankees. So this is something he's sort of. He's doing. been with the Colorado Rockies. He's been with the Texas Rangers. The Rangers traded him as a favorite to him. And Cashman saw it as a guy that, you know, what's he going to do? He's going to come work out. And Cashman said, you know, it's a He's not going to play. No. He knows he's not going to play. He doesn't even want to play. No, I know. You think the Seahawks want him to play baseball? No. I'm surprised they're even okay with him taking I'm grounders. Shocked. I'm shocked about that. Pete Carroll must be doing backflips, like, <laughs> like holding his breath, like every time uh, he gets a two-hopper to him. But Cashman said that, you know, he'll come in, he'll work out. He's a, you know, he's a Super Bowl champion. He can come in, you know, talk to our younger guys about being a leader, blah, blah, blah. Like, what's wrong? So there's with, no harm in that. What's there's wrong no with harm. that? What's wrong? There's no harm. I had somebody tweet me, like, what's he going to tell them that they don't already know? Here's what Brian Cashman said about it. We're all looking forward to gaining insight into how he leads teammates toward a common goal, prepares on a daily basis for the rigors of his sport, and navigates the successes and failures of a season. So it's really just more of a yeah, it's fine. It's Jesus Christ, Billy Crystal actually played in a frigging game. <laughs> a Billy, Billy Crystal. Yeah. What's his greatest claim to fame? Sixty-one. Okay. Yes, sixty-one. <laughs> making making a, a movie about baseball, not playing baseball. Right. Okay. And where was everybody up in arms over that? That he actually participated in a spring training game. Russell Wilson is a professional athlete in a because damn good one. Because everyone likes to bitch about something at all times. So this was this was a way for them this, to that was last week. Yeah, that's all it was. This week coming up, actually, we're going to be giving away a wreath on Twitter. Uh, a Yankee a what? wreath. A Yankee wreath. A wreath. A wreath. A wreath. Yeah. And you know what? They're gorgeous. Okay? Okay. Uh, we're all tied up is putting together a Yankee wreath for us to give away. You can find them on Instagram at we're all tied up. Yeah, that's going to help them find them. <laughs> we're all tied up at W-E-R-E-A-L-L-T-I-E-D-U-P. Uh. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. Okay. You have a six-year-old who's learning to expand her vocabulary. Right. You have an 11-month-old who is starting to learn how to say words and shit, right? Right. And shit, yes. And shit. And you are trying to teach these children these things being the illiterate bastard that you are. I don't try and teach them. My wife does. I just sit there and laugh. Table. (laughs) (laughs) So would you say your parenting... Strategy is very lackadaisical. <laughs> it's very lackadaisical. <laughs> so find them uh, at We're All Tied Up or on Facebook at facebook.com slash we're all tied up. Or you can shoot them an email at we're all tied up at gmail.com. Check out their products. They do custom wreaths, awesome jobs. You don't want to win this wreath. You just go, just buy the damn thing. You can buy it too. Hey, 
We're going to have a lot of people competing for this wreath. If you just want to go out and get your own custom wreath, find them on Instagram, check them out, and shoot them an email. No, don't check them out. Just look just at their buy. wreaths. Just look at the wreaths. Click purchase and go home. Deal. All right? Anything else? I'm trying to rack my brain here. Next uh, week, we'll have a little uh, little more content to talk about. Oh, what? How, uh, how did you get when you heard CC kind of got a little dinged up doing a little PFP, huh? When you texted me that I was, I was upset. I, cause when you hear CC had an injury, you immediately think he's out for three months, right? I had heard he, he hurt his ankle, but no one had speculated on how bad it was, but it couldn't have been too they bad. They said he's he, fine. He threw his bullpen yesterday, right? Yeah, they said he's fine. But this is like, you're all excited. Everybody's back, you know, the, they're back doing PFP, throwing bullpens, blah, blah, blah. And then CC rolled and you're like, oh God, it's, I haven't even gotten a full day of being excited. I know, but thank God he's all right. Hopefully he stays healthy. And if not, hey, the Yankees got some guys that, that they can call up and guess what? Guess who says he's ready? Who? Justice Sheffield. Who? He's ready. He wants, hey, from what I've heard, man, I don't know how much more this kid has to work. If they needed to bring him up, I think he could be effective. Again, though, if you see Justice Sheffield pitching in the major leagues this year. Oh, there's, there's been a serious problem. There's been a serious problem because he's not going to be your go-to guy. Chance Adams is going to be. Chance Adams is going to have his chance before Justice Sheffield. Chance gets his chance. Right. So. I feel like the a big difference between this year and last year is the fact that last year the Yankees had injuries, but they were really only in the first, what, month or two of the season. If they had big injuries last year, they were in trouble. Um, if they have big injuries this year, I think they'll be able to, to deal with it. Sustain it a little more. I'm sorry. I can't. I don't know who this guy in my house is because. <sighs> I don't know uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we got to play hard. Uh, you know, got to get the clubhouse and uh, just got to hit the ball hard. And, uh, I'm Brett Gardner. You know who uh, does have the uh, that is so the good. Ken Griffey Jr.? Did you see this episode of Simpsons when they had all the baseball players? I don't Simpsons. watch The Simpsons. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. How do you not watch any TV? Now bashing for the Yankees. Number 11. Brett, it's a God, very famous episode Bob. where Shepard does my voice really good. Number eleven. <laughs> no, I play hard for Bob. For the guys. <laughs> uh, we listen to the pod, the clubhouse. Uh, it's, so it's a very famous episode where uh, the nuclear power plant has a softball team, and Homer and the guys they get to the championship game. But Burns has his million dollar bet with a rival nuclear power plant, so he replaces all of. The nuclear power plant guys with Major League Baseball players. Like Roger, this was like back in the early 90s. It was like Roger Clemens, Ozzie Smith, uh, Don Mattingly, Wade Boggs, Dow Strawberry, Ken Griffey Jr. So as the game grows nearer, each of them be like this, like a weird thing happens to each of them. Like Jose Canseco thinks he's a chicken. Uh, Ozzie Smith likes to visit like, um, like these weird like tourist attractions, and he falls like in a black hole. Uh, Mike Sosha was in it. He wanted to work for the power plant, so he gets like radio, like he gets like um, like radiation poisoning. The more you describe this, the more 
unlikely I am to watch the like, Simpsons. Like Don Mattingly shaved it. Like like they took it. They took it because remember uh, George always wanted him to shave his sideburns. Yeah, yeah. And he shaved it, and he shaved them to, like all the way up, and then burns through him off the team. So basically, everybody gets thrown off the team except for the guy that plays Homer's position, which is Dow Strawberry. He's the only nice. guy left. But um, Darryl. yeah, they did that in the show. Bart and Lisa do that to him, and Dow's crying. He's like, they don't know I have feelings, but. Uh, what happened to Ken? He gets like this gigantism disease from drinking this tonic and his head swells up and stuff. That, you know who has that disease? We were talking about like, uh, somebody getting it earlier. Who, who do we say? Like Aaron Hicks got it. Brett Gardner has that. You ever see the size of this guy's He's dome? Got a, I got a big head guy. I got a big head, uh, but I play hard. And, uh... <laughs> that guy's got a huge dome. I only huge. have like six words I could say as Brett Gardner. It's all hard play. Hit the ball, the club have. The team. You think he packs? A, you think he packs a fat lip? Yeah, definitely. Where's he from? Charleston, South Carolina. Something Can we look that up? Where? Let's see where where Gardy's from. <laughs> I'm Brad Gardner from Charleston, South Carolina. I drive a pickup truck. And I live <laughs> and I listen to Conway Twitty. Yeehaw! And you guys should check out nyysportstalk.com. Uh, from Holly Hill, uh, South Carolina. Oh, sorry, Holly Hill. <laughs> uh, we don't breathe through our nose at uh, Holly Hill. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at MIY Sports Talk. Follow me at Chris Jr. underscore MIYST. Follow this Jamoke at Christian underscore MIYST. And Stat Guy Rye at Stat Guy Rye underscore NYYST. Are you assuming the show's over? It's over. It's over. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, it is. The show's not over yet. It's over. I don't know why. <laughs> Rye, pleasure, buddy. Pleasure. Pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. All right. So, um, we got Stat Guy Rye. We got Dumbass Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the brothers are back. Rye, you going to join us next week? Yeah. I'm back, bro. It's football. It's, uh, football season's over now. It's baseball season. Oh, Is that wow. what you were doing? Wow. Is that what you were doing? Oh, wow. wow. That's going to go over. There's a stranger in. My house. <laughs> That's gonna go over huge with the crowd, right? That's gonna go over huge with the crowd. Huge. Fifty-two years, Eagles didn't win anything. <laughs> Come on, let's beat the beat. Beat the beat. Beat the beat. All right. So anyway, that was my fun thing to do this week. Yeah, that was, was perfect, so much man. fun. Good having you here. Good to be here. So there was a rumor going around that you thought your job was uh, in jeopardy. That's why you came back this week. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. I asked Chris if I was replaced. It's like so. <laughs> so is Brandon going to be there every week now, or uh... Uh... Ryan? You're as much part of the team as the uh, paintings on this wall. So don't feel like you ever gotta you ever gotta ask to be on the show. You are stat guy, Rye. I mean, once the season kicks yeah. in, we need our we need our Ryan on the farm segs. Oh yeah! Oh, I forgot happen. about those. They're so Ryan on the farm. All right, so Ryan, thanks uh, for joining us this week. Just know, if you're not here next week, we will mercifully destroy, unmercifully no, destroy you. That's why I'm back. I couldn't listen anymore. How so bad is he going to get it next week I'm if he doesn't show up? Bro- I'm dead to my own brother. <laughs> 
At least he listened in his absence. That's true. All right. So thank you for listening to episode 29 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. Please go to uh, nyysportstalk.com. If you haven't uh, read it yet, our big Gene Monahan getting to know interview dropped last week. Great article. Great article. I love the article. <laughs> little little shout out from Dave Winfield, huh? Dave Winfield shouting us out, man. That was pretty cool. That was awesome. Uh, also, go there, swag up. Not only can you get the hashtag El Gary t-shirt, but we have the new hashtag All Rise 99 t-shirt and a bunch of other uh, swell goodies. So you know what? Right, you're you're a guy, right? You're a guy that does things. Yeah, I'm a man. You ever see Casino? Yeah, I actually watched that movie like a couple months ago. I watched it two days ago for the first time. You know, De Niro had like... So many suits for that movie. He was, he would, if you watch it again, he has a different suit on in every single scene. I wasn't that impressed with it. I, I liked it. I thought I had good performances in it, but I don't remember it enough where I could. You know what? There were really, there were some really great scenes with Pesci and De Niro, but overall, like, you know, I liked the most in it, surprisingly, was, uh, Sharon Stone. Yeah. I thought she was the best part of that. She played a good hooker. Yeah, she was good. She was a good hooker. She hooked me right in. She hooked you in. Anybody want to do uh, any no, impersonations? No, we need to wrap it up. <laughs> I feel like we gotta let uh, we gotta let Ryan say a, a goodbye before we uh, before we close the show. Ryan, you got you want to say goodbye to the people? Just like just like say goodbye to them. Yeah, just just be like, yo, yo. I'm not gonna curse, but I'll say goodbye and I'll see you next week. Is that a promise? Is that a stack guy yeah, right promise? I promise. You know what I want to say? What do you want to say? One little line. We don't have to talk about it. Don't sleep on Tyler Wade. This kid's going to have a good season this year. You guys aren't talking about him enough. He bulked up. He's fast. He's Dude, he's he's he's, he's gaining some muscle. He's going to have a big year for the Yankees this year. Watch. All right. So, Stat Guy Rise closing words are don't sleep on T-Wizzy. And we can talk about that next episode because I have a lot to say about that. All right. So, there you go. A little teaser for next week. The Tyler Wade debate. The Tyler Wade debate. We're going to start with that next week. All right. Thank you again for listening. NYYSportsTalk.com. Swag up. Swag up. Now, I'm, I'm going to make it so annoying that you never say it again. Swag up. Swag up. At Chris Jr. underscore NYYST. At StackGuyRy underscore NYYST. At Christian underscore NYYST. At NYYSportsTalk.com. Hey, Chris. Yeah. You want to do it, buddy? Yeah. Say goodbye. Peace!